This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2507, How to Let Go of Sentimental Items by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. And we keep this intro nice and minimal for Minimalist Monday, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How to Let Go of Sentimental Items by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. If you're struggling to let go of sentimental items, you are not alone. I resisted that category of clutter for years because as a very sentimental person, everything felt sentimental. It all had meaning to me. In addition to everything my parents saved for me, I started storing my memories in the third or fourth grade. I kept going for decades. Diaries, notes passed in school, ticket stubs, mixtapes, love letters, t-shirts, photos, and all of the other bits and pieces of my life were stored in memory boxes and stuffed under the bed or in the garage or another available storage space. When my daughter came along, I started collecting for both of us. When I look back, I wonder why I felt compelled to save so much. Was I afraid that I had to protect and preserve my past because I wouldn't experience more beautiful memories in the future? Was I scared that there wouldn't be more goodness? I did eventually let go, but it didn't happen overnight and it didn't happen with great ease. I had to find heartfelt ways to let go of sentimental items. Things still feel sentimental to me, but now it's mostly moments, glances, rising new moons over mountains, ocean sunsets, and precious words. Letting go of the sentimental items, my hold on the past and fear of the future allowed me to find magic in the present. Letting go gave me room to adore and appreciate what's right in front of me. Three heartfelt ways to let go of sentimental items. Number one, strengthen your ability to let go. When decluttering, don't start with the sentimental items. It took years before I was ready. First, I had to build strength by letting go of the easier stuff like clothing, kitchen duplicates, sports or hobby-related items that I didn't use anymore in furniture. After years of building those muscles, I turned to items I felt more attached to, like books and sentimental items. I had more strength to let go because of the benefits I had already experienced. Number two, tell the story of your stuff. Take pictures of your sentimental items or write about the reason you saved them. If you saved your daughter's first bathing suit, write the story about when she first dipped her toes in salt water. Write about the time your grandmother taught you how to cook one of her favorite recipes from the cookbook you held on to. Tell your friends about why you saved a letter of recommendation from your favorite teacher. 
As you share the stories, you'll notice that the item isn't what your heart is holding on to. Your heart doesn't want to hold on to stuff. All it wants is love. When I let go of most of my sentimental items, I took pictures of everything. Today, more than 10 years later, I haven't looked at a single image. And number three, take a victory lap. Sarah has a beautiful strategy for letting go of meaningful items. She says, quote, like everyone else in the world, there are many, many things in my home that I'm struggling to part with because they're steeped in sentimental value. My grandmother's vintage dresses, my mom's fondue pot, the scarf I bought while teaching English in Brazil. All these things are filled in meaning, but that's about it. My grandma's dresses are too cinched and fitted for my style sensibilities. The fondue pot is too thin to be of much use. And that scarf doesn't match anything. So what to do? After much thought, I created a process I call the victory lap. I give each item one last intentional loving use. I wear my grandmother's dress to Thanksgiving dinner and my aunts ooh and ah over it. I ask my mom for her favorite cheese fondue recipe and then I invite friends over for a party in honor of melted cheese. I take my scarf on a tour of the art museum and out into the crisp fall air. Then I mentally thank that item for the role it played in my life remind myself that an object is not a relationship and tuck it lovingly into the ever-present goodwill donation bag in my front closet. It's a bit woo-woo, but I find it's a sweet way to honor the people who gave me these things while also honoring my own desire for simpler, more pared-down life, end quote. These heartfelt strategies helped me to let go with less stress and more ease. However you choose to let go, remember that less is not nothing. Display your sentimental items. Keep a few things for your children. Repurpose charms into new jewelry, old watch parts into art, or faded love letters into a beautiful collage. Do what is best for you. Let go of sentimental items when you are ready and make room for new memories and more love in a way that lifts your heart. You just listened to the post titled, How to Let Go of Sentimental Items by Courtney Carver of BeMoreLess.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, GoHenry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. GoHenry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
And thank you to Courtney. Her story about saving and storing random memories since the third grade is really familiar to me. I have a bunch of random stuff, just like Courtney, from old movie and concert ticket stubs to photos, random knickknacks, and other things. And just like her, stored away somewhere out of sight and really out of mind, at least until I read an article like this. For me, the reason was always the memory. Like, I want to remember that I went to that movie or concert, or it might have been something I always wanted but didn't want to use it all up or ruin it. And I try to keep it in this perfect state. But in that second case, I'm not exactly sure what the point is. For example, I have this little squishy kind of sticky red ball, some kind of toy with a unique texture. It really has no purpose. It's just a little ball. And I remember it would get dirty really quickly. So I wanted to keep this one in good shape. So I left it in its plastic, never opened. And I still have it from probably third grade. But why? I never got to enjoy it. And it really doesn't spark any kind of memory, especially since I never used it. It's odd that I did something like that. And at this point, I'd probably get more value out of it by giving it away to a child who would actually play with it. So thanks to Courtney for the reminder. And like she said, don't start with sentimental items if you're just beginning your decluttering journey because that's a surefire way to get frustrated. Instead, start with the junk and hopefully you can actually enjoy getting rid of that stuff first. So with that, have a great rest of your Minimalist Monday. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.